Okay, good morning. It's Monday, April 11th. Tiger did not win the Masters, but uh, Scotty Scheffler did. A, uh, by the way, if you watch the Masters, just a master course on um, play by Rory McIlroy yesterday tied the, um, the lowest final round in Masters history. Um, uh, but incredible interview afterwards where he was, he basically said, he goes, listen, Scotty's got this one. I, I'm probably not even going to hang around for a potential playoff. He's got, uh, he was, he had five holes to play was, uh, had just shot a shot into the 15th, but that or the 14th that was, um, within birdie range. He wound up making that birdie. So he was five down five up with four holes to play, but incredible, incredible interview afterwards with Rory McIlroy, who ironically holed out from a bunker on the last hole. And then his playing partner, um, Hideki, I think for, was his playing partner, but he wound up, uh, holding out from the bunker as well. Just incredible, incredible masters yesterday. Um, even though Tiger wasn't in it, I wound up uh, catching the end of it. So, uh, great, great play. Uh, earnings. It's earnings week, and there will be earnings coming out. I am not doing earnings plays right now. Um, the financials will be coming out later this week, and I'll be focusing on those a little bit. I am doing this, uh, uh, and Tom from Twitter, I, 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 will, I just didn't do a lot of preparations for this one, so you're going to love this actual show because it's going to ramble on. I've got a bunch. Uh, one thing I want to start the show with is TrendSpider. And as most of you know, TrendSpider is the tool that I use to actually chart. I post the charts on there. Um, there's indicators. I've developed my al- algorithm, which is a MACD-based algorithm in, uh, in TrendSpider. They actually released, and in my mind, it's a game changer. I'm still going over it. But there's two guys. Um, uh, let me see their names. Uh, that Alex Cole and Tyler Wood who basically have years of experience at hedge funds and, and larger trading organizations. And um, they, they developed this, uh, this algo, essentially. And it's an indicator, but it's not algorithm that kind of displays um, on, on a chart form with different colors. And it's called Go No Go. And it's a trend indicator. So essentially, it identifies... Um, trends. And if you've ever heard the term trade the trend, you know when that is. So this particular one looks to tell you when to get in and out. Um, The video they posted, and I'll I'll post the video up on, I think I already did, but I'll retweet it again. Um, It just looks masterful. The color coding of the bars, the different time lengths. um, It's a primary trend indicator on any time frame. So essentially what they did was they took the spy and they said, okay, here's the weekly. And you look good on the weekly because it's a, um, I think it was a blue color is what it was. Um, And it looks great. So we would indicate an an entry. Then they went to the daily and they said, yes, it looks good. Go on the daily. They went to the, uh, the hourly. Looks good on the hourly. We would indicate this is a time for a trade. Um. And, and it, it, it looks good. The, the other thing that, that w- really impressed me was that this indicator works all the way down to one-minute charts, but it works on all ath- asset classes. And they were saying it works on oil, 
Bitcoin treasuries, um, bonds. You could use it on every asset class that it has. So uh, interesting. I, I'm looking at doing that again. If you want to look into TrendSpider, I have a link pinned on my Twitter where you can sign up. I do get some royalties on that one, uh, compensation from, uh, from TrendSpider. But it, it is just, to me, it's a game changer. Um, the other thing that I will bring up from a, an overall standpoint is on Friday, Carter Worth had um, charted the ITB, which is the, uh, I think it's iShares Home Builders, um, US Home Construction. And he charted this one and he said it's ready for a bounce um, because it's been so beaten up. And when you look at this chart, I'm looking at it right now, um, our algorithm uh, doesn't perform as well, and that's because this one has been a, a, a kind of low flyer, but 42% um, versus an 86% asset performance of just buy and hold. But what he said that that kind of got me was um, this particular home construction doesn't just include KB Homes and Pulte and the home builders, but it includes things like Sherwin-Williams and Home Depot and other portions of the home um, which should be a good thing. It is coming up on a MACD crossover. Um, my assumption is that in the next two candles, we will have a buy on this one. And the RSI is 32. Um, let's look at the 52-week high on this one. Uh, ITB. Um, the 52-week high is 55. Or I'm sorry, that's 52-week low, 55. We're going to open up at 57. So you're at the 52-week low essentially. Uh, the 52-week high is 83. Doesn't take a lot to get a 10% move in this one. Goes from 57 to, to 62. Boom, you've got one. So ITB is one that I'm going to add to my list of things to look at um, for this week because I do think that that's a great uh, option. Um, oil is down 5%. China continues their shutdown and demand is significantly low. Um, a one that I'm semi embarrassed about, but, um, Shopify is down at 602. It closed at 602. I think it's opening up at 610 or 620. Let's look. It was up, uh, slightly. It is at 615. Um, they announced a 10 for one split, um, that it needs to be approved by shareholders. There's also a special class. Uh, of shares that they will be uh, splitting into, which is for the owner, uh, or I'm sorry, the CEO, um, and it's for his ownership, and there's some special voting rights and blah, blah, blah. But it it probably will get approved, um, and it has to do more with, uh, and it's now down at 611, by the way, so it's slipping. Um, but again, this one, we would have been out of this one at six. 80, it looks like I thought you could get back in. Um, and that was, you would have taken the 680 for the 567 launch. But, you know, again, I, I believe in this one long term. I hold this one. I think my average purchase price is 744. So I'm down on this one. I'm not selling. Uh, I, it's in my retirement account. So I totally could sell. No tax implications. But, I do believe in this one. I'll probably throw more money into it. <clears throat> I'm in for 20, 20 something thousand dollars. So uh, I think it's down slightly, but I'll probably still be in on this one. But 
Um, I saw an interesting 60 Minutes piece this weekend on Bitcoin Beach. You can Google 60 Minutes Bitcoin Beach. You can probably watch it on YouTube. Um, it's about a guy who basically went down to El Salvador to this Bitcoin Beach area, and he's the one that kind of founded it. <clears throat> They've got stores that accept Bitcoin. They're trying to uh, change the uh, the currency. And if you don't know, El Salvador has said Bitcoin is an official currency and the president has taken millions of dollars, I believe hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayer money, the government's money and purchased Bitcoin. Um, so uh, Bitcoin is down 7% in pre-market. Uh, the cryptos are significantly hurt um, this morning. So they're not something that I'm necessarily looking into. But in my mind, um, let's see. Let's look at the GBTC on chart form. Uh, you would have gotten out on Friday with a 10% gain on this one. I did not get out. I still hold this one. Um, I have significant amount in a brokerage account. So I'm stuck in this one uh, other than tax events. But I do trade this one every now and then in my retirement accounts. So. I think GBTC and ETHE, let's see if ETHE, this is the Ethereum trust that I own as well. It's grayscale. Um, yeah, you would have been out, looks like Thursday, with a 23% gain on uh, ETHE. So uh, they are displaying traditional patterns where they pull back. Um, I believe that you can trade these ones 100% on, uh, on technical analysis. Um, there are two, uh, the two stocks that were up this morning. V E R U is one where their drug, um, showed that it, it showed promise in, uh, hospitalized COVID patients. They will be applying to the FDA for emergency use authorization. That one's up about 30%. And S A I L, Sale Point Software. Is being acquired by a private equity firm for sixty five twenty five per share, um, so you're guaranteed sixty five twenty five, <laughs> and ironically, it's at sixty four thirty nine. So, in my mind, anything under sixty five twenty five um, is probably a good price. Uh, but that's the price that they'll be getting, uh, that you'll be getting as a shareholder, <clears throat> and you'll be getting in cash now. Um, ATER is one that we highlighted with, uh, zip trader and Charlie went over this, this weekend. Again, he believes that it could get a pop. It is falling in pre-market ironically at 420. Um, he highlighted some levels. I won't hide levels on this one. This is hype train, hype train, uh, in my mind. So um, this is one that you trade, so trade it on fundamentals, trade it on uh, above the moving average. Um, let's see what it says on the algorithm, because I think it still has you in the algorithm. And again, the algorithm for stuff like this is rather slow to react. And the reason it's slow to react is because you're on four-hour time frames, and this one trades on a minute time frame, but you're still in this one. Um, 369 is the buy-in. Um, so... You've made a couple of moves on this one, one where you made 10%, but the majority of this all the way back to October of last year is just losing. So it's an opportunity for you. Thought I'd mention it. Um, Elon is not joining Twitter's board. Twitter is suddenly just not a stock 
that uh, you necessarily want to own because Elon is out, even though he's still the largest shareholder. It's under pressure this morning. I am now, uh, ironically, I was positive last week uh, on this one. I am now negative on this one. Um, The price is $45.50. It closed at $46.23. I think my average purchase price, let me just look. Um, Positions. And I hold this one again in my retirement fund. Um, my average purchase price is forty four ninety. So I'm still positive. I thought it was forty seven, but forty four ninety is my buy in on that one. I might take that one and 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 just get out of it. I think there's a forty um, below forty in that one. Elon uh, essentially what happened was <clears throat> he purchased a bunch of shares, um, became majority shareholder. Last week, they said, hey, we added him on the board. Friday, there was a employee discussion. I didn't hear much. Most likely, that did not go well um, because he started tweeting out some things over the weekend that were rather strange, uh, great ideas. Like, for instance, if you're Twitter blue and you're paying um, $3 a month, why are some of these people not verified? Why can't you get the blue check, check mark and become verified? Um, why are there so many bots and, and why can't you, you know, remove the bots? Why are some of the largest Twitter people, um, not tweeting They're they're popular people, but there's no tweets. They're, they're dead for months, years. So, um, you know, again, there's also people who, um, uh, open accounts that are imposters and you post any post, I tell you. Post anything with Bitcoin or anything like that, you'll get 20 million messages in your inbox about people that can help you with Bitcoin. And some of them are just scammers who just want you to click on a link and they'll, they'll take control of your computer, your phone, whatever. <clears throat> but uh, it's bad. So Elon, um, what's ironic is four hours ago, he liked a tweet that said, let me get this straight. And this was just somebody tweeting. Uh, and it said, Elon buys Twitter shares wants more free speech, then is told by the board, be quiet, therefore squelching his free speech, and now he's not joining the board. So uh, he liked that one. Uh, My mind, again, he's majority shareholder. I don't think he wants to publicly say um, anything against the board or Twitter, but in my mind, it's kind of clear. Uh, Something went on there, and it, it wasn't probably to Elon's liking. Um, Target Corporation, uh, this was a buy um, on Thursday, 227. We said buy at 227 to 233 today. So that was a great one. Uh, Home Depot, is it a turnaround for Home Depot and Lowe's? Um, let's see if we have a buy in the algorithm on this one. Uh, waiting for it to kind of turn around. Uh, the algorithm's kind of slow. It's still thinking. Uh, yes. On Friday, we have a buy at 301. It's up at 311 today. So I think you've got a turnaround there that probably could yield you some def- decent profits because this is a four, you know, $400 stock not, not long ago. Uh, back in January, it was $400. You're down to 300. It has taken, you know, what's that, 30 per 25% off the, the stock. Uh, Lowe's is a buy on uh, Friday morning. And it's got a MACD crossover at 201. <clears throat> In my mind, you buy Lowe's. I think Lowe's has more room to grow. Uh, I think these have been killed by 
by uh, just they got too ahead of themselves. But I do think um, that's a that's one uh, mRNA. Uh, this one is just hype train. You did have a sellout. You don't have a new purchase, but you did get a um, sale on April 6th. Uh, it is trading at about 160. This could easily fall to 140. Who knows exactly? But they do have earnings coming up on May 4th. So uh, that's a good one. Shippers, one of the ones that I mentioned, which I think is a great buy, is UPS. Um, it still does not have a MACD crossover. So I, I don't know that you necessarily get in. Uh, it's probably going to have a MACD crossover. Your RSI on a four-hour time frame is 25 in UPS. And this puts off a 5% dividend yield. Let me look real quick. Um, UPS. UPS puts off a 3.18%. It's trading at 190 in the pre-market. Um, it's kind of setting up that shelf at 190. It looks like a red day, so it might be a little bit lower. Um, Zim, as far as shipping goes. Uh, Zim, uh, we still don't have a MACD crossover, but you are at 27. And I posted an article from, I think it was Seeking Alpha, about is Zim now a, um, now a buy at these levels? And the, the, you know, it's trading under its 200 day. The 50 day has just started to move negative. I don't know that you're necessarily going to see a death cross on this one, uh, but it is setting up here. The, the volume definitely has come down, but it's higher than it was before. So in my mind, I think you're looking at a $54, $55 um, price point on this one. Uh, that would be my take. In the pre-market, you are trading down at 56 so I think, again, Zim is one that I would put on the list. Now, Tom from Twitter had mentioned focus on the dry bulks, uh, SBLK, EGLE, and GOGL. So let's look at SBLK real quick. <clears throat> um, star bulk carriers, I have traded this one since 2020, um, being dry bulk. You don't have a buy because you don't have a MACD cross up, but you probably will today. Uh, ironic, this is one that probably will be crossing up today at some point. Um, it is trading down at 27, 2780, it looks like. 2830 is where it closed. So you're trading down, but the MACD, I think you get the, the RSI is right in the middle, 49.23. So you're right in the middle at that one. <clears throat> um, EGLE. Let's look at EGLE. Uh, I don't know much about this one, but they are a dry bulk shipper. You were out uh, April 6th last week, but you do seem to have a MACD cross up happening. It's using the 50 day on this one on a four hour chart as support. Um, and you are trading at 66, probably 65 is where it opens. It closes 66.57. And the 52-week high is $70.98 just last week or two weeks ago, uh, April 4th. Um, the 52-week low is 34. This has a 12% dividend yield. Um, so you're looking at this one. The volume is starting to pick up a little bit. The RSI is at 57. I don't know if this one's going to cool off. But in my mind, if you can get this at 63 at some point today, um, I think you buy it because that's the where the 50-day is, and it's clear it's using the 50-day as its support um, right now. Uh, the bad news is, you know, again, 
you're you're hoping that this one hits the 52 week high or I'm sorry, yeah, 52 week high and and continues to go up. So you're looking for new highs there. Uh GOGL which I did get out of before it, it dipped down to uh to it 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 is it is down. Um let's see. It is and this is one with a 29% dividend. It's trading at 1185 this morning. Um, in pre-market, it closed at 1219. You do not have a MACD cross up. This might be a, uh, again, this one's using the 50 day as support level here. Um, so in my mind, again, if you can get this at looks like about 1180 or so, um, the lows in the past couple of days has been 1140, but if you wanted to trade this one, 1180, uh, the RSI is at 54. So it's a little bit up there. The, um, the last time the uh, the MACD kind of crossed up here, you did have a fake out in the twelve dollar range, eleven seventy five to about twelve twenty seven. So you had a decent upside on that one, but it is clear there is a volume shelf clearing up here at about twelve dollars, um, which is providing support. So GOGL is one that I held. I got it for the dividend. You've got their earnings coming up, and they'll announce a dividend on. Um, uh, where is this? It is May 18th. So great suggestion, Tom, on that one. Um, DAC, look at that. Is it also a shipper? Um, Danos, this one is setting up a shelf here at about 90. Um, and, but it's still, you, you don't have a MACD cross up. You'll probably have a MACD cross up in a, in a few days on this one. Um, a few candles, uh, as it does set up at that 90 kind of realm, um, that it hasn't traded the 200 days, about 84. So it potentially could have some moves down on that one. Speaking of shippers, JB hunt is one that I noticed and I've been tracking JBH, uh, I'm sorry, JBHT is the symbol. And this one, significant downturn. You do probably have a cross up here at 173. Um, this is one that, in my mind, you play for earnings. The volume has spiked significantly on this all the way since April 1st. And that just it has fallen flat. Um, I think you play this one from an earnings perspective. I have not looked up the news as to why this one has come down so much, but I do think that this one has an opportunity to move before the uh, April 18th earnings. Um, if you want to gamble, the RSI is at 30. Uh, so you do have an opportunity here. I, I think this is a great one. Um, it's flattened out. Uh, it's put in the past few days right here at about, um, 160 to 180, I would say, is kind of where it's been at. Um, the bottom is 165. The top is about 175. So I think you have an opportunity there. Um, so again, JB Hunt on that one. Um, one that is down in pre-market and one that I actually love is Tesla. Tesla is below 1,000. It's trading at 980. Um, in the pre-market, uh, this is one that I would not buy right now. Uh, they have <laughs> their earnings is on April twentieth, four twenty. So that is a favorite of Elon's to do. 
they just opened the Texas factory, so it got that pop. Um, I will probably be buying on a MACD cross-up right now. It still is in a downward trend. Um, the, the volume has been picking up on this one. It is kind of flattening out. But I think with their earnings, uh, you're looking at any kind of news whatsoever. Uh, they have the new battery, the new um, uh, stamping process uh, for the Model Y. Uh, they just delivered their new battery and new uh, structural pack down in Texas to uh, employees. And so people got that. It's all good news. I'm telling you, they are reducing their, their, their uh, manufacturing costs. They are introducing new ways of doing things. Um, that Model Y is just a game changer. And when you have Texas and Berlin now open, uh, Shanghai is still shut down. Uh, and that's what's going to bring this, this stock down is the China uh, manufacturing that's just not getting up there. So, uh, healthcare, UNH. <clears throat> Let's look at UNH. See if we have a MACD cross up. You're still in this from 465, way back on February 28th. This one just continues to go up. Their earnings are April 13th. Um, so, Tuesday, or I'm sorry, Wednesday. Uh, pre-market, they are trading right where they're at, 545, right where they closed um, on Friday. So I don't know that you'll ever get a, a, a weak point on this one going into earnings. Um, last earnings, they ran from, uh, uh, let's see what their earnings were. Uh, earnings per share, 448, that's a 77% versus Q4 2020. Uh, it was a, a surprise over 4%, higher than analyst expected. So I don't know that you'll get in on this one, but I bring it up. Abvi, another one. When are you getting in? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Let me, I typed in the wrong thing. Uh, ABBV is the symbol. Abvi up again. Well, probably down in pre-market, but um, you bought at 152 on this one. The last buy trigger was March 14th and you just haven't had a chance to get in. Their dividend next date is Wednesday. Um, I don't know. It doesn't tell me. It doesn't tell me the dividend. Let's look at pre-market. This is going to be a long show. I got a lot of stocks still to go over. Abvi, uh, three point three percent dividend at this point. Uh, favorite of mine to trade AMD. I am in this one at one thirteen. <laughs> it is below one hundred. 99.30. Let's see the algorithm because this one has just been falling ever since last week. And all chips are falling. And, and the reason chips are falling <clears throat> is there is an expectation while we do have a chip shortage that these guys are running 24-7 at the highest production that they can. And there's going to be a chip glut. Essentially, at some point where the supply chains catch up, there's going to be just too much, too many chips chasing too few goods. Um, their earnings is on April 26th. You're seeing a significant, significant downturn all the way since March 30th on this. Um, the MACD crossed down. The RSI right now is at 32. It is still going down. The volume has been up tremendously. And again, I think volume indicates this one. I will look at this one specifically in that go, no-go 
it's going to tell me that it's it's trending downward. But I think that specific indicator in uh, TrendSpider might be able to be a good uh, tool for this in particular. It might tell me when it can turn around. Um, UCO, we see oil is down in pre-market. And as I said before, that's because China, uh, they have uh, demand is low. So April 7th, you were out of this one. It doesn't look like there's a MACD cross up coming. Um, more than likely, if we do see an update on this one, we will see a MACD cross up. Uh, the 52 week highs are around the, the close was 194.97. Um, that was way back in the beginning of March. So you do have some significant gaps up here. Um, this is a great one to trade. Uh, today, I would say SCO is probably your trade, um, but UCO is a good one. Now we get into energy, Devon Energy. I said, hey, when this one gets above 60, buy it. Um, and when it gets below, below, I'm sorry, get below 60, buy it. It is trading at 61.50, slightly down. It closed at 62.37. Um, this one we've been out of. Um, it does have a MACD cross up today. Ironic. Um, it will kind of go down, but it's been using the 50-day as its support level. It's very clear. Today, the 50-day uh, is at 59.22. So again, anything below 60, I think you put in a buy for 59.90 today. And if it hits, great. If it doesn't, oh, well, you can buy more. Um, BTU, uh, again, trying to find entry points in, in any of these energy names. BTU is one that Tom brought up. Um, you'd be in this one all the way since March 21st at 24. It's trading at 27. <clears throat> so you've had a nice 10% plus move in this one, um, but you'd still be up there. It is. This is perfectly using the 50-day as a bounce support. So the 50-day right now, if you wanted to get in, is at 2387. Um, that would be kind of where I would look today. Um, it's at 26. So I don't know that you're going to see 23 in this one. But that's one that's been running. Um, CRK is another ent uh, energy company. Um, this is Comstock Resources. Uh, the 52 week high is 1490. That was just set on the 8th of April. Um, uh, it is trading up there. 1469 is where it closed. 1468 is where it is, uh, going to, um, and, oh, CRK. Um, yeah, you'd be in this one all the way from $9 back on March 22nd. So. Uh, one that with all of the news going on that Tom brought up is GDX. This is the gold miners, um, Vanek gold miner. Um, this, the algorithm does not perform very well. It is minus 17% versus buying and holding is 32%. So to get in and out of this one, probably not necessarily a good idea. This one, the algorithm has you buying in February 2nd at $30. And you're still in it. It's trading at $39. Um, I'm not big on hedges or safety plays like this. But I do understand with rising interest rates. Again, none of us have managed through rising interest rates. And we're about to get a half point rate hike. We had a quarter point rate hike. Who knows exactly what happens? Um, 
In fact, you know, it's funny. I watched a great documentary this weekend on Netflix, on Amazon. Just type in Netflix, the, the creation of Netflix. Um, I thought it was brilliant about how they, uh, it was funny because the, the documentary basically outlines, and I need to look at Netflix stocks, but it outlines, I don't think Netflix won as much as Blockbuster lost. They had a, a CEO, and this CEO was not interviewed with this, but he basically said to all of Blockbuster, hey, uh, the, the, the mail delivery and the online streaming, that's a thing of the past. And he said something ironic. He said, you know, they, their tagline was, make stores great again. Boy, have you ever heard that in, in popular culture? Make stores great again. That was their symbol. Um, and what happened to Blockbuster? Hey, best predictor of the future is the past. So if you're, uh, if your, your, your tagline is make something great again, <clears throat> interesting, but, uh, yeah. So he, uh, he basically wanted to make stores great. Um, they saw the decline. Um, that was when Netflix said, you know what? We think getting the consumer what they want immediately is a better strategy. Um, and at that time, when the new CEO took over and said, let's make stores great again, uh, at that time, Blockbuster had introduced Blockbuster, I think it was Blockbuster All Pass or Total Pass. And essentially that was, hey, have access to the stores, have access to streaming, have access to DVDs in the mail. Whatever you want, you've got access for a monthly subscription cost. And it was unlimited and they were putting Netflix out of business. And then the board, Carl Icahn came in and said, we're going to put this guy in charge. Carl Icahn's shares went to zero. Um, you know, not all. Corporate raiders are good. Um, Carl Icahn has done some amazing things with some some stocks. Um, recently, Apple. I think he's the one that had Tim Cook focus on share price and has been responsible for the run that Apple has been on. Um, but he did put that that Seven uh, Eleven CEO in place, and and essentially Blockbuster failed. So great documentary. I recommend it. Um, great look into business. So. Uh, those are my stocks. Uh, I think today I would uh, focus on ITB, which had a great um, uh, fifth, uh, MACD cross-up, and that's from Carter Worth. I think that one is a good one. Um, Shopify, I think, will be up. I will look at the new indicator <clears throat> on um, TrendSpider. I really, really like that indicator. Go, no, go. Um, and again, if you want a <clears throat> TrendSpider trial, I think there's a seven-day free trial. Um, the link is in a pinned tweet on my Twitter account. Um, but Home Depot and Lowe's, uh, MACD cross-ups, Target. I don't think it's ever too late to get into Target. Uh, last week, you know, Walmart was a good one. Um, my, my buddy on Twitter, Weekly Stock Picks, um, he picked Walmart. He hasn't said which one he's going to pick this week. And I'll usually wait until later in the week just to say, because he does have a subscription service that he's monetizing. So, um, but great play. I think he made 13 or 14%. Maybe it was 26% last week, but I've got to learn options to do that stuff. So any questions, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, have a great day. Enjoy it. Talk to you later.